Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, and we're back. It's the Dose. Dose. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for listening. This is Mark Hutchins, Jeremy Clevin, and Byron behind the glass. Back for day two, Corinne Wynn. Thank you so much for being in studio again with us. And round two, back in studio. Thank you. And you know, I forgot on day one to say I'm also known as Karen Nagayan. <laughs> Karen Nagayan. <laughs> Nagayan. Nagayan. I have Nguyen. to say that because other people will see that. That's true. I mean, even people I've known for years are like, hi, this is Karen. I'm like, no. Nagayan. Yeah. Karen. And Nguyen. 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 Yeah. There's lots of probably get butchered. But yes, thank you for coming in and sharing. I know you're busy and, uh, uh, with what you're doing in your business. And speaking of your business, that's what we're going to wrap about today. We're going to talk about what you're doing 2019, what's happening, what you're working on, what's the landscape look what's like. What's going on this with year. Corinne? Yeah. Yeah. And so, squad. It's an exciting time. Um, I think in the industry overall, you know, there's a lot of talk about what's going on in the market and, you know, are we going to go through a market shift? And that's a countrywide conversation. Um, right. But, you know, things looking pretty good here in Phoenix with our lack of inventory. So for us, um, specifically for our business, I think one of the things that we've changed, I've had a real estate team uh, for about five years now. And when I got into the business, I was a heavy prospector. So when I started a team, of course, it was like, well, we're going to be prospecting based, you know? And one of the things that I learned through that is that there's some really spectacular agents that don't necessarily love to hit the phone mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they, and you can still have an incredible business doing it different ways. And so we went more to uh, a menu of services, you know, for how our agents get the business. And so we have prospecting, we have open house, and then we have working your sphere and you're most likely going to do something in each of those arenas, but depending on your personality style and maybe even how your business was already established, you're going to have a different focus in each one of those arenas. Like for an example, um, for open house, everyone that does open house with us, they also circle prospect, right? That just means that you make calls around the area, invite people to the open house, but you're definitely not prospecting based when you do that type of activity. And, um, you know, you're still also working your database. Why do you say that that's not prospecting based? Because my thought is when you're prospecting based, your main activity more like an 80-20 or maybe even 70-30, like the percentage of time you spend doing that activity would be how you would call, how you would label your business. And you're saying it's just specific to that open house or yeah, whatever so I'm, Yeah, so I'm saying like prospecting base would be, in my opinion, somebody maybe that's like doing more door knocking because that's a form of prospecting. Um, they're doing expired cancels. Maybe they're calling just listed, just sold. Maybe they're also inviting to open house. But like the primary objective of their business, it's mostly centered around prospecting as that like asking for the business right away or having some sort of angle Doing to try like to get the business calling. right now. Yeah. Calling or door yeah. knocking. Cause that's the thing is like, a, it's an outbound call still to invite somebody to an open house, but it's yeah. Exactly so that's why that's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant when I said they will do, they will touch all three of those aspects in our team, but it's not necessarily their only, you know, Oh, we come to Corinne's team and they're like grinders. We just have Got to pick it. up the phone and call yeah, yeah, yeah. all day long. Yeah. And I think that's how some teams get labeled. I know we got labeled that way early yeah. on because that's how we started. And then we said, well, yeah, but you can have success in open house and you can do a lot of success in working your sphere. And so we have different lead generation plans depending on what that, what you desire to do. Gotcha. And your behavioral style, right? Because some people are like, well, I just like to be face to face. And um, some people, like I said, have an established 
database. So um, that's worked out really well for us because it means that we have a more well-rounded group of agents. Mm -hmm. And um, so we've grown our business. That's uh, where I was going to go right now too, yeah. Yep. So we've grown our business. We finished last year just under uh, 300 transactions. Oh. And um, the year before that, we had a little bit of a team implosion. You know, we lost some people on our team. And I think that's something else that I didn't have a lot of intention with. You know, as I started the team, I would like to have said I planned some things very well. Some things I did. One of the things I missed the mark on was having a mission statement um, or having the right mission statement. Because, you know, most usually when you start a business, you're not saying, well, let me develop my mission statement and make everything aligned to that. You're like, hey, let's just go. Right. You know? And so um, the mission statement that I had or the people that I was looking for were more like, I need hungry and driven people like myself. And I wasn't really looking for that great hearted aspect. And so not everyone, but a lot of people that are hungry and driven are going to do whatever it takes. And Absolutely. they may even do some things that are like in the gray or the black. Right. Um, they'll run over and eat anybody that they have to yeah. to get there. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I had a little bit of that because I, w I had blinders. I didn't see you need to have um, a different type of mission. It's not just hungry and dissatisfied. You also need to have, you know, a giving component and generosity. So we changed yep. our mission to um, transforming the lives of great hearted people through home ownership. And I think that's important because it can apply to our clients and it does because, you know, we've all worked with crazy clients maybe that are not so great hearted. <laughs> um, so, hey, let's, let's fire those clients. We don't have to work with those people. Mm -hmm. And same thing with our agents, right? If you're not great hearted and you're just going to go out there and, you know, you want to make a ton of money and spend at it the on expense of others or blow, then that's yeah. just not in alignment with, <laughs> oh my with our team culture, you know? Um, you said uh, I could say whatever I wanted. You did. You yeah. 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 You can say what you want. And yeah. so, Is that what it looked like for the early part of your career? <laughs> <laughs> I did come from lending. No, absolutely not. Um, but I think that's an important piece to point out because for those that are running their own business, you know, solo or looking at starting a team or have even started a team, if you feel like things are off track, um, it's look at who do you need to become in order to get and attract what you want. And so I think that was a pivotal change that we make. And so looking up today, we have a great group of people and we basically got back to par so, last year with yeah. the team implosion. That's and one of the on questions the that I have going through my head right now, just in general, not even just for you, but, you know, is, is asking people who you, who are you studying from? So you bring up that point of, you know, like trying, trying to grow, to grow and get to that next level. And like, you, you know, you mentioned like, you know, obviously who you're reaching up to. So who are you currently learning from? I love to learn from people outside the industry as well as inside the industry. So um, I've also learned too that reading books is really great and really important, but you can also get a lot of different information from podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, I would say... Do you listen to yourself in the Daily Dose? <laughs> I do not, actually. My kids played that and I was like, turn you that really off. I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing I'll listen to myself is when I record videos, I'll rewatch to learn yeah. from myself that way. But To try, yeah. try to get better. Yeah, yeah, to try to get better. Why don't you want to try to get better for us on the Daily Dose? <laughs> yeah, I don't, understand. I don't understand. Because I know I'm going to get better. I, my goal is to bring you massive value every I know, time. I love, it. I love it. You're right but it's like podcasts, who you, so who, That's like the new books. Yeah. You know? Oh, I love the audios it's too. It's great. However you get them, it's just so easy. Yeah. You know? So there's um, a podcast on mastery by Dr. Michael Gervais. And it's, it's fun to say. Um, yeah, that is fun to say. Gervais. <laughs> who is that? Like comedian Ricky Gervais. It's not that guy. Well, his <laughs> it's, brother. Uh, no, it's not his brother. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, he interviews different people. And so I find... In podcast, um, with my ADD tendencies, it helps me listen 
and stay engaged because it's just, you know, 45 minutes, just like you guys do here, right? It's somebody that changes constantly, but you yep. can get some really great content. It's mm -hmm. very diverse. And so I'm following different podcasts. T-Rob is a big mentor for me. I've gone through all of his mastery sessions that he offers in person. T-Rob. T-Rob. Tony street Robbins. Name? Yeah. Tony Robbins. Anthony Robbins. Tony. Old, old school. Arctic Robbins. <laughs> he is Arctic. That is, should be his name. That whole area up there it was freezing. Is freezing. Yeah. No, have you ever been to his events? No, it's uh, you have uh, to bring a parka. You have to bring a parka <clears throat> yeah. and earmuffs and yeah. the whole bit. I went with my mom a long time ago when I was 13 or 14. Yeah. And I remember then it was cold, but like, I don't remember it being as cold as when we walked up when we were there for a to similar the event. Here in Phoenix. And I was, we were like, yeah. what is going but on? I've been we there and they think... like change the ductwork and yeah. have like a different level of cold it's in like there. So it is Arctic. It's perfectly uh, set. It's like when you go into those, like those like vodka tasting rooms where you have to like. With the ice in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And sit on ice blocks, yeah. minus the ice and the vodka. Sitting, right, yeah. minus the ice and the vodka. Yeah, everything yes. else, everything else is the exact same. It's just same. like that. It's just <laughs> like that. And then you leave, and your head hurts. Um, but I think yeah, honestly, yeah. going through some of that like mindset training or understanding helped me to the last conversation we had yesterday about when things came in and shook up my life. I was also in a different mental place that I was able to deal with that. Right. Um, and he does one in business on business. So he does a business mastery in, um, Vegas. That's so really close for us in August. And that he has a bunch of different speakers that come in and that was some of the best training I had on how to build, build a business, um, for sure. And then, um, Tom Ferry has been who's, Bill Pipes, actually that? Bill Pipes, um, <laughs> which is Tom Ferry coaching. Bill Pipes is one of my coaches. And he has a pretty rich history. He's inside the industry, though, so that wouldn't be an outside the industry right. um, person. And I would just say probably the books and podcasts that I'm listening to mm -hmm. that way for the people that are outside the industry. So how much would you attribute your success, your massive level of success to luck? Somebody's asked me that before. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I would say... I mean, is there a fair kidding. amount of luck? I don't know. I'm I guess kidding. so, but I, I think kidding. it's more of like knowing what to say to the opportunity. You right? should say, no, I you're supposed to say zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The right, harder like, I work, uh, the harder I work, the more luck I get. I have, yeah, yeah. or something I create along my those own, lines. Yeah. yeah, luck. Like, are there pieces? Maybe it's like ten percent luck. I'll well, I mean, I'll, I'll subscribe no, to that. But well, it's literally. I think it's true. I don't think any of it's luck. I mean, it all is a accumulation, right? Of of the hard work and the dedication and the commitment, you know, and. And that's the thing is like, you know, we're, we've been doing this podcast for what, almost five years now, I you know, guess, you're yeah. an amazing rock star producer that's been doing it for a long time, not to date you. I mean, you're still 29 50, yeah, years, years, you're 29 years old. It's yeah, amazing thanks. how long. Thanks for that. Lie. You've been doing I this 11 years. You know? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, but, you know, and I think the other piece is <clears throat> I have to consistently stay relevant because inside of our real estate team, I'm not in production. And so right. that's another thing I have to that's remind myself of because that's a different succeeding, being an individual producer and, you know, driving big numbers is one thing. But then when you do that through other people, that's a completely different skill set. I don't Absolutely. even know if any of it crosses over. Would you promote if, getting out of production for a team leader? Um, if you were I, to do it all over again, I mean, you know, I think you it, couldn't go back into I it. I think it just really depends on what their whole goal is in life. Like, what is it that they're trying to accomplish? Um, you know, for me, there was a point in time that I love to be at the kitchen table, you know, mm -hmm. and um, I do see business as a game and it's competitive and it's fun. Mm -hmm. But there's also a component of me that I just love to help people become their best. Mm -hmm. And so in a real estate transaction, the dose, 
the dose that I get there <laughs> is very limited, dose. right? Dose. We should do a thing like every time I can say dose, then I get yeah. like dose. Shot. Oh, a shot. That's a a shot. We'll give you um, shots of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, some peanut butter whiskey back here, actually. Yep. Oh, right, well, so I'm going to be butter. limited on that. You know, when somebody <laughs> says, how do you determine wealth? Well, there's economic wealth, but there's also emotional wealth. And so I think... Let's talk about this tomorrow, actually. Sorry to cut okay. you off. I want to yeah. talk about this. This is something we don't talk enough about. So... Cool. Not just business. Yeah. Personal wealth, maybe mm-hmm. personal balance sheet, what you looked at that to be the overall awesome. discussion of money, which I don't think we talk about. Money, money, money. We're going to take a little left turn on this series, cool. right? We didn't, we didn't plan on this. Awesome. We'll give you a day turn to think about it though. Left. <laughs> turn the yes. wheel. Jerk the wheel, Mark. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Take it. All right. <laughs> Huge thanks to our sponsors, Alliance Property Inspections <laughs> and VIP Mortgage. Thank you all for all you do. Keeping the party going on the dose. See you tomorrow. See ya. Bye-bye. Ciao.